Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. Welcome to the Ready Say Show podcast, episode 45. I'm calling this one on the rise because we have a lot of news. Ooh. I was going to call it Big Things Coming. No. <laughs> no. Please don't no, name the no, episode that because no, people people look that up and they're going to get sent to Pornhub. I, mean, I, that, I, would have, I would have literally <laughs> never heard the end of that one. Thank you for joining us for another week. We, we really do have a lot of interesting stuff coming up on the show that we can't wait to share with you guys. But Definitely. let's start it off. Letty... How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty great last weekend. I didn't do much. I just kicked, just laid back, kicked it, relaxed like I needed to. Just hung out with the kids, and that's about it. We should probably say, what are we going to be doing? Because we record weekend. on yeah. Friday. But I had a good weekend, same thing. Just kick back, you know me, movie nights. I love movie nights, but I'm old. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I, I've been watching some really cool movies, and... Uh, Amazon Prime Video, tell me what sense this makes, okay? So you can buy, like, a Stars, and then you get all the movies on Stars. You can buy HBO. Explain to me why HBO's asshole, why do they have to be $14.99 a month, but Stars is $8.99 a month? I believe Showtime, Cinemax, they might be $9.99. So why does HBO have to be more? Do they have uh, their TV series on Well, there? yeah, but they have TV series on every one yeah. of them. If Showtime has TV series, they'll have all those. Do they have uh, Game of Thrones on there? Because if yeah. they do, then that's probably why Game of Thrones right there, because that's 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 yeah. huge on HBO. I, I guess I understand it. Guys, we hope you all had a great weekend and hope you have an up-and-coming weekend. We want to start the show to give our thoughts and prayers to those who were injured and lost their lives, unfortunately, in the uh, terrorist shooting in New Zealand. I'm going to let Letty touch more on this story she uh, dove into it more than i did yeah uh, when i got off work this morning i was seeing a little bit of stuff about a shooting and some mosque in new zealand and i didn't know what was going on but when i got on youtube there was a the breaking news section and i was watching some videos and apparently there was two mass shootings at two mosques in Christchurch, new zealand apparently there is well approximately there's 49 dead so far, that's the last I heard, there was 40 injured, well, in critical condition from the last I've heard. Uh, the youngest victims that I've heard the ages have been, like, between three and five. See, man, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. That, that, that's why, especially on this show, I was just talking to Darcy about this earlier. I don't like talking politics and religion. Yeah. You see what it does to people? Like, it just makes people go nuts and then innocent lives have to be lost over it i mean i'm not blaming religion look terrorists are just weird people they're assholes they're they're psychopaths and they just they think they're doing this stuff for their religion i mean i just i don't know what religion would ask you to go kill innocent people i just feel so sorry for those people our our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in the what was it christ church in new zealand yeah it was a mosque the, the the mosques were Al Noor, and then there was another one. Uh, Cross Church is the area. It'd be yeah. like the city they were in. Oh, okay. And this was like the first most devastating mass shooting that New Zealand has had in three decades. Yeah, you don't hear about anything like that here in America. No, the way they compared it is 
in the matter of minutes that happened in the mosques because that one of them like only like 10 people ended up dying and a lot of them got injured right then and there Mm -hmm. then at the other one over that's where the other like 30 35 were shot because i mean friday's their prayer day and that's why they were all there and there was, there's a 17-minute Facebook live video. I don't know if it's still up. I haven't got to watch That's it. That's probably terrorists put that up. Yeah, they did put it up. Yeah. They showed them driving around with the guns. I don't know if any if it showed any of the actual shootings, but from little short interviews I watched and what I listened and the way the prime minister was addressing the, the country, it's, it's devastating over it, there right now. It really is, and it's sad. And, again, our thoughts and prayers go out to those oh, that... Yeah. that were, I mean, even the families affected of those oh, that yeah, were definitely. in the shooting, man. I mean, you don't like their religion? I just don't know, man. Why can't we just turn the other cheek? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like your religion? Just don't don't bother with them. Yeah, some people just can't do it. Yeah. There it, was a one mom I seen. She's, last I heard, last interview I seen with her, she's still waiting on her son. So she's not sure if he's alive oh or not. And it was, it was breaking my heart. Yeah, that, that's terrible. So... But yeah, it's it was pretty bad, and the the be, the comparison that like tore me apart the most was, in the matter of minutes it took to kill all the innocent people, they killed more than the entire year of 2017 over there in New Zealand. I mean, yeah, because New Zealand, nothing Canada, ever happens there. I mean, they're yeah. always just chill people. Yeah. The worst thing that happens to them is like natural disasters. Yeah. And that's it. Look. All no jokes. I mean, our thoughts and prayers again. I I, I can't say it enough. I, I really hate that app, and I hate hearing about mass shootings, man. I mean, it's yeah. just it's to me because it's just like a such a a, a pointless tragedy just because some dude is a psycho, you know, yeah. like just because you're screwed up in the head. Don't take it out on these people. All right, guys. So we got a little show news here. Something we have coming up. Starting next Friday, which will be the, uh, let's see, the 22nd of March. I told you guys last week I'd give you an update. We have an ex-NFL wife. Goes by the name of Angela Marshall, or Miss Marshall as we call her. I've been speaking back and forth with her. She is an author. She's wrote a few books. She's a motivational speaker. Seems like a very nice lady. Oh, yeah, Just the really conversation does. that I've had with her. She has heard the show. I mean, like I said, you know, because I told people, like, look, you know, we we don't have a big following. I mean, because, you know, some people, they care about stuff like that, unfortunately. She didn't. She she messaged us and was willing to come on the show, so we're thankful for that. We really, I can't wait to get her on the show. Oh, I can't wait either. We're going to start prepping for that tomorrow. I'm going to go get my brother. Shout out to my brother, Steven. He's going to help me get everything set up so we can figure out how we're doing the interview. Thank you, sir. I can't wait to meet Miss Marshall. He has a very awesome story. I mean, think about ex-NFL wife. Oh, yeah. I mean, because she dealt with a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Think about everything she went through. Yeah. And a lot of them women just, you know, they'll go hit their wallet in the divorce. That's You won't hear from She just decided she wanted to live life. So she she took that situation and went and used it in her motivational speaking to help people. It's, It's a great story. I can't wait to have her on. It's out of the ordinary for what we would do, but oh, yeah. that's how we do on this show. We do whatever the hell we want to do. Oh, yeah, it's going to mix it up, and I'm mix excited. Then we got hit up for another interview. Letty, you want to take this one? All right. Well, this guy's from down under. He's from Australia, and his name is uh, Muggsy. He is an Australian rapper, and he hit us up asking for an interview. I spoke with him a little bit, and he told us he found us through um, a podcast page, and got to get on the show and tell us, you know, his story, and... And he has a great story, too, oh, and yeah. the guy's credentials. Like I said, he 
on top of the long list of stuff yes. he sent me, I mean, I'll probably throw them in, in the show notes for that show. Probably, we'll probably, for the intro and the outro, we'll throw some of his music in there if that's okay oh, with yeah. him. He has some pretty good, he has some great music I really like. He took that, you know that song, Let the Drama Kick. Yeah. Let the Drama Kick. Now, he took that and called it Drama Kid. Because he, he had a rough upbringing just because, he's, yeah, he's in Australia. Oh, yeah. He dealt with a lot. Eminem was his inspiration to rap. Oh, yeah. But he has two albums. He's done 284 interviews, 781 features, 79 acting parts, 105 performances, 11 photo shoots, and 1,366 radio stations. Dang, that's, 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 yeah. that's impressive. That it's, is some good numbers. I mean, it starts at 2010. He he literally, like, he's got two thousand everything he did in 2015. I mean, this is probably like 10 pages or more of what he did. He, he's another great guy, and he was on me, man. He really wanted to come on the show, and I think that's awesome. And with our following, it just leads, leads me to believe that they just genuinely like the show, and oh, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, think of it this way. We're over here in a little small town, East Tennessee, and we got people from Australia. Miss yeah. Marshall, she's from what, Georgia? Jo- I think Georgia. Yeah, she's originally from Georgia, so, I mean. So, you, you know, that gives us, you know, more of a southern, uh, and, and, I mean, she travels all over the U.S. Oh, yeah. with motivational speaking, and, you know, if the interview, everything goes that well, I'm sure, like, we'll promote her. She hopefully will promote us. Same with Muggsy. He done told me he would. Oh, yeah. He said, hey, it'll help you guys. I mean, an overseas you know, those guys, I mean, if they like you, the overseas, their their fan base can get just in oh, yes. millions. Yes, watching an upcoming YouTuber, especially whenever I first started watching Markiplier, once, like, the UK got a hold of him, yeah. like, his channel blew up. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at the up-and-coming artists like Takashi69, exactly. people like that. They were big over overseas oh, yeah. before they came over here and stuff. So we look forward to those interviews, guys, and... If this trend continues, what we're hoping to do is, like, uh, you know, we really want to get this Patreon thing going. I mean, guys, look, you know, we love doing the show free. We, we you know, obviously, we got to start small. We got to, you know, get out there, get listeners and everything. But uh, to sit here and lie and say eventually, we you know, we want to put money back into the show. Oh, yeah. uh, there's new equipment. Like, you know, yeah, we've grabbed new equipment, but obviously we need more. Uh, with When you upgrade your equipment, like, we can't go back and use our first condenser mics with these mics. We've no. tried that. We're going to need a new mixer. We're going to need, a, we, you know, with, with the video podcasting. Like, we, yeah. we want to take this podcast to the next level. Like, we got my brother coming on. going to be doing some live DJing. He's building us a website. He's got some music uh, recording programs, so we're just we're up. We upgrade our podcast, and you know we got families and bills, so it's hard to invest a lot of our own money sometimes. Now we have done it, yes. Let, mainly Letty. Thank thank God for her. <laughs> I mean, hey man, we want to eventually to sit here and say I want this to be my job. I love doing this podcast. Oh, I you love, love it. doing this podcast. I'm sorry, man. Like for me, I was thinking about this, like. I love doing this podcast almost as much as when I was a musician, probably more. I'm not going to lie. I liked being a musician. But, I mean, it's just like, dude, like, I just don't want to live my life out breaking my back in some factory. Definitely. You know, I wanted to be doing something, whether it's this podcast and, like, when I, you know, I changed majors to communications, which, obviously, I did that because for the podcast yeah Yeah. definitely so you know i want this to be my job man it's a dream of ours i mean we'll always have something for our listeners whether you're paying or not obviously definitely 
I mean, that's one thing I do want to do, no matter how big if, if this podcast gets, is always have something for those that can't afford it because we've oh, yeah. been there, man. We got a lot of big things coming up. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm pumped. And I mean, if this does take off, we do start bringing in a little bit of revenue for the podcast. Just think of all the things we could do. We could probably end up doing impromptu live streams. Yeah. Check it out and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That live streams is one video podcast. I mean, the sky's the limit. And, I mean, we've been talking about this for a year now. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. But, I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of our money that we even make at first, it's going to go into the podcast. Oh, it is not going to go in our pockets, oh, God, I no. assure you. Because anything... We've said from day one that helps us get better. We're going to do it. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do it. And those who were with us from the beginning till, to, you know, whenever, I mean, we'll never forget those people. Letty, uh, we got some more news here. Let, let's keep it moving. But let's I'm go. excited about those interviews. Oh, though, dude. Me too. I can't wait. We got local news. Local uh, news. The excitement <laughs> continues here in Greenville. Yes. <laughs> Rack Room Shoes open Thursday. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really it. Uh, Rack Room Shoes open, which, (laughs) look, we're making jokes, but it's a step in the right direction. Yes, it's not a footlocker, but you all have to understand where we live, a a lot of y'all that may be from big cities, if you came here, like, honestly, even in 2019 and seen how far behind we were, y'all heard us talk about on the show, a Rack Room Shoes, surprisingly, is somewhat of an upgrade for us. It it really is, because... Yesterday, I am going to tell a short story. Me and my mammy, we were driving. We was going to Knoxville. And she was talking about the, the cowboy church that took over the, the yeah, skate we, ring. Yeah, we, yeah. And I ain't going to lie. I gave her a little, I gave her a little rant. A little <laughs> I, snippet. I, yeah, about the whole, there, how everything here, if it goes out of business, it gets turned into a church. Now, granted, she knows the people who's running that. That's only temporary. So we might actually get something actually fun there again well but, but, but okay cowboy church why can't it just be a church and you can come dressed as a cowboy uh, if you want to like i don't understand i don't, why I don't understand a cow- to, I don't. you know was it like if you're not a cowboy you can't come in the church because it's church you're not supposed to judge exactly. we're on to you cowboy churches you sons of bitches we're on to you I'm, i mean i'm excited for rack room i'm honestly excited for five below again not a big store but i love five below yeah yeah darcy was talking to her mom about that actually my fiance wasn't uh i'm excited for ross yes ross is now it's supposed to be coming i, I i'm pretty sure this year but they might have said first and next year but ross is the only place i'll be going i'm telling you our last story here to top the show you all might have remembered us talking about this ksi took on logan paul with that draw crap boxing (laughs) match snooze fest and they were supposed to rematch now i was under the assumption they were supposed to rematch february this year yeah might have been this month there's been talks here lately that they they weren't going to rematch and one says the other back down well now they're saying KSI, can, since he has to tell everybody he's the champion of YouTube, like no, dude's had Lord. two fights. I don't know what that means in, uh, over here in reality. He's saying now he wants to fight Jake, saying that now he has more, and I quote, clout than Logan, which I don't get that because Logan Paul actually has a really good podcast. Yeah. I think it's already almost at two million. I know he's over a million. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I haven't really even heard nothing but from Jake other than him and Soldier Boy getting into it. 
which sounded staged because <laughs> I mean it had yeah. to have been because if anybody else that Soldier Boy's got into it with, he's yelling he, even though they're on the phone, he's putting up his fists like he wants to fight even though the person's on the phone. Oh my mama. Yeah, oh my mama. Yes, <laughs> Jesus, Soldier Boy, stop saying that. So I kind of don't understand. I honestly think KSI thought he was going to walk all over Logan Paul. Yeah. And Logan Paul put up a, a fight, damn near won the fight. H- had KSI not turned it up them last few rounds. Yeah. Because he got his ass whipped the first two. Now, I have gained a little respect back for Logan Paul because if you hear that guy's podcast compared to his other shitty YouTube video, like it's night and day. Oh, yeah. I've listened to little, you know, little bits and pieces of his podcast. And I, I mean, it's it's good. Impulsive impulsive yeah it's actually pretty good i mean his co-hosts aren't they're they're you know one dude there he's kind of an idiot sometimes but it's actually not a bad show and i believe i don't know if it's on itunes or spotify it's actually number one right now Hell yeah. so the ksi versus jake paul personally i hope they both knock each other out and then we never hear from them again it'd be nice that would be an ideal turnout for me oh yeah letty who yeah shouting out this week my shout outs this week uh, of course i gotta shout out ruby that sassy little seven-year-old i don't know what i'd do without her i love her and couldn't live life without her Got to give a shout out to family and friends who listen and follow the podcast. We thank you for your support every day. Uh, Got to give a shout out to DT because without him, I would not have this amazing opportunity. And I can't wait to see what these next few weeks bring in. Oh, man. We're, we're both super pumped every time we talk on the phone. We're always yelling out at the end, ready, set, showtime, babies. Yeah, like, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, oh, yeah. but it's a deep down. We're, like, yelling, oh, yeah. screaming. We're just, we're just excited because, I mean... This is going to be two huge opportunities, and can't wait to see where it goes from now. Yes. And also, we got to you know always thank the listeners because being without y'all, we would be nothing. We we would not have these opportunities to exactly. get to uh, interview these people and get this giddy. I feel like a kid in a candy store just thinking about it. So, mm-hmm. got to thank y'all, DT. Who you shouting out this week? I got to thank my beautiful family. They've uh, put up with me and my. A crazy workflow <laughs> from school to the podcast to gaming, you name it. But I just feel like I'm always yeah. thinking, always out trying to grind. Got to thank my beautiful family, man. Without them, I wouldn't be shit. Got to thank Letty. I, I'm super proud of us, dude. We Definitely. put in a lot of hard work on this podcast. I'm very thankful that, that Letty is my co-host and, and that we've had the opportunities that we've had. We're just having fun. Oh, definitely. You know, I was a little nervous and intimidated about these interviews, but I'm thinking, you know, hey, man, just have fun. I mean, there's oh, no yeah. need. I mean, these are very nice people. Yeah, it's technically it would be our second and third interview because yeah. EJ, the Greenville Ghost Hunters, but, you know, they were like our friends, so it was a little Oh, less yeah, it, it, it wasn't as, you know, meeting someone yes. for the first time, so it was easier to get along with, take it from there. Yeah. Got to thank my brother, man. He's he's offered to help the show, and and man, I I, I really do. I'm glad. I, I want him to eventually be a part of the show because I know he could help yeah. us. He's a great dude. He's smart, and I'm glad he's back around, man. I miss that guy. We got to thank Drama, man. I've been talking to her a little more lately. She's been giving me good advice and posting to the podcast uh, Facebook podcast groups has actually led to one of these interviews. Oh, yeah. So we thank her for all her hard work. 
I got to thank Kellen Keller, the man that inspired me to do this podcast. You know, I was talking about this earlier with my brother, and I was like, you know, man, none of this. I wish I would have listened to Kellen sooner because we would probably be on, like, year three. Oh, yeah. You know, with this. But he always told me, man, to, to that I should be doing this, and I, I'm very thankful for that. We got to thank family and friends that listen to the show and our listeners, man. We greatly appreciate you guys. Seriously, we really do. Oh, real quick, I forgot. Got to thank Greenville Vapor, oh, man, taking care of all our vapors needs thank you guys give us free shit please please snack or doodle shouldn't have took took primitive vapor out adam no you shouldn't have all right guys on to and guys i'm telling you we have have news we do like it blew Huge. my mind it blew my mind whenever he like updated me on this like i'm usually so excited sometimes i want to surprise letty with stuff but i end up calling her and telling her this this was hard not to tell her but i held it to, to a surprise to she got i didn't even tell my fiance one no even she was surprised whenever yes. he dropped this news it was crazy so the first one guys y'all know we're waiting on tools long 13 whatever 14 year yes. long awaited album that's supposed to be cut we're thinking may 20th when yeah. you hear this what we're about to read you you uh, it could be may maybe june but tool is doing i believe it was a 10-day tour yes all right so uh Let's head on over to Rolling Stone. Let's get a little info. Tool will embark on a short North American tour this spring as they continue to prep their long-awaited new album, Pitchfork Reports. The trek opens May 5th with a set at Welcome to Rockville in Jacksonville, Florida. So all y'all in Jacksonville, Florida, definitely you better, you better be at rock this show. the fuck out. The band will play a mix of festivals and headlining shows over the course of the 10-day tour. We were right which wraps May 19th at the Chicago Open Air Festival in Bridgeview, Illinois. Tickets for Tool's newly announced headlining shows will go on sale March 15th. Complete information is available now on the band's website. So, guys, the album will be yes, out this year. Yes, it will year. be out. They're doing a 10-day tour. I, I would give anything to be uh, to go to any of those. Yeah, there's um, there's one in Louisville, Kentucky, and if I can go to it, I'm going to try my damnedest to go to it. But my thing is, why just 10 days? Well, usually, Tool starts in Europe. Yeah, that's they what start I was thinking. Yeah, they start usually <clears throat> in Europe. I don't know. What do you think? What's your thoughts? One thing, if I'm not mistaken, whenever I was looking at their website, I think after the 10-day here in North America, I think they are going up to Europe. Oh, really? I think so. I'm not 100%. I thought I seen something. It might have been. I might have just seen. God, an their ad. website is so dope, dude. dude. It is. I mean, like I told you, I think the album is gonna drop the twentieth because I mean, their last date in the U.S. tour is the nineteenth. Yep. If it drops the twentieth, I would not be surprised. Just know I'm gonna be getting that damn thing ASAP. I'm excited. Maybe they're just doing like ten days to get ready for like a big. They're gonna do ten days, let the yeah. album drop, and then boom, do a big. Boom, tour. put it on blast. But see, the thing with Tool is hope. you just you just never know. Exactly. Man. You never know. They could put out this album. Yeah, it looks like they're going to Jacksonville, May fifth. Birmingham, May seventh. Louisville, Kentucky, May eighth. Hampton, Virginia, May 10th. Rockingham, North Carolina, that's not far, May 11th. Yeah, that's the uh, Epicenter Festival. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it is, right there, boom. 
Uh, May 13th, they'll be in St. Louis, Missouri. May 14th, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, May 16th, Lincoln, Nebraska. May 17th, Des Moines, Iowa. And the last one, Bridgeview, Illinois, May 19th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. June 2nd, Tool Europe Tour. Berlin, Germany. June 4th, Prague, Czech Republic. Yeah, dude, they're going overseas, yeah. So maybe, so, you know, once the album drops, they get done with the little U.S. tour, album drops, they go overseas, maybe they'll come back to the U.S. for a bigger tour. Well, Eddie, here's the thing. The tour, the European tour ends July 2nd, so will the album come out before hmm. July 2nd? I know my birthday's in 12 days after that. Somebody <laughs> will be getting me the tour album, you sons of bitches. No, but guys, we're excited. You thought the music news was over? Oh, but it is not, It guys. gets better. Well, I mean, it gets, it gets, he, it yeah, gets it, piling on. It gets even better. So, guys, Woodstock 50. Now, they haven't released the full lineup yet. Again, these are just a few artists. Jay-Z, Dead & Company, Chance the Rapper, The Black Keys headlining so far the upcoming festival celebrating the originals five decade anniversary variety reports as of this writing the lineup has not been officially announced jack white's recently revamped raconteurs imagine dragons run the jewels gary clark jr cage the elephant the killers yes Greta Van Fleet, Margot Price, Sturgill Simpson, Courtney Barnett, Portugal, The Man, Dolls, The Lumineers, and you can't forget Pussy Riot. <laughs> Dorothy and Bishop Briggs will also perform at the event scheduled for August 16th through the 18th in Watkins Glen, New York. Woodstock. Lady. Woodstock. Oh, what I would give to go to it. Why do I have to only have... Eight vacation days left. Dude, yeah. You, you can pick three bands to be on their lineup. Go. Three bands to be three, on their lineup? Three. Oh. Artists, bands, whatever. Three. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, okay, round. I ain't going to lie. If I had to choose, I would love to see, like, some people from Strange up there. Mm -hmm. Get some Strange music up there. It'd be amazing. Like, it didn't even have to be tech. Like, Chris Calico, maybe some Ritz. Love to see some Yellow Wolf or Eminem. Get some white rappers in there. Hang on just a second. Oh, is man. Tool touring on those I don't days? Know. Is Tool? Oh, and I don't know. I, I, for me, you would have to say Tool. I would want to put, uh, I wish Pink Floyd would get some members back oh, together. Man. I know uh, a few have passed away. Was it May 16th through the 18th? Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. They're, now they're not on the 18th. Oh, man. It'd be a surprise. They're day. not, Just dude. Poof. They're touring May 16th, 17th, and 19th. Man. Ooh, we might see Tool. Wood, Woodstock might get a little bit of a surprise. I would like to see Tool. I think Muse would go good on the, on oh, the lineup. Oh, Muse would. Muse would be great. And I'd like to see Post Malone. I think well, I think Post, Post Malone's Malone. gonna be at Bonnaroo. Is he? Yeah, Kristen gets to go see him, and I'm I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Uh, you say Woodstock, I don't give a damn what like, line up you're on. I'm gonna go you're just to go, man. Oh. Yeah, but guys, let us know your thoughts on uh, the Tool ten day tour. Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys are overseas that listen to the show or going to any of those shows. Let us know. We're pumped. Let us know when you think the Tool album will come out, and let us know what you think of Woodstock fifty. Five decade anniversary. As long as Limp except, Biscuit ain't there. Yeah, except for the dipshits that ruined Woodstock '99, yeah. which I don't know. We did it '94. I don't know why they did it again in '99. 
But remember, they set those yeah. fires like what a bunch of dipshits. Why, yeah. why does somebody always got to ruin something good? All right, lady, who are you listening to this week? This week, I'm throwing it back a little bit. I mean, I would say throwing it back, but I mean, I've not listened to <laughs> <And> music. <laughs> I'm not a whore, only yeah. on weekends. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, I've been listening to a lot of Neo here lately. And to me, like, whenever I think of Neo, I think of really good R&B from, like, mid-2000s. And I wish we had someone like this now. Yeah. We, we need a modern-day Neo or Usher is what we need. A little bit about him, Shafer. I can't. I'm, Shamir I'm, Smith. Yeah, Shafir, Shamir Smith. Yeah. Known professionally as Neo, I'm so glad he went with that. <laughs> He's an American singer, songwriter, record producer, actor, and dancer. He gained fame for his songwriting abilities when he penned his 2004 hit "Let Me Love You" for the singer Mario. I did not know he wrote that song. I didn't either. And I actually, I thoroughly enjoy that song. Well, I mean, I've been listening to Neo for a long ass time. Uh, like I said, since the early 2000s. All of his music has always been nice and mellow, and it makes a woman feel appreciated. Or a man. I mean, you never know. That yeah, was cool. He was signed to Death Jam. That's, oh, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Uh, three songs I got for you. The first one is Mad. It's probably it's one of his bigger songs that came out in, I think, 08. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a great song. It's The, the hook for it is... I don't want to go to bed mad at you. So, I mean, all of his songs have, you know, a good, that song especially has a good little message in it. Another song I got for you, it's actually a song by Fabulous, but Neo features in it. You Make Me Better. It's a great song, too. The title should say it all because it's about how the other half makes the other person better. Last song I got for you is called She Got Her Own. It features uh, Jamie Foxx and Fabulous. That song's about, you know, getting you an independent woman who don't need no man but chooses to have that man. (laughs) That's basically the rundown of that song, but it's a very empowering song. I mean, for me it is, because I've been bumping that song hardcore for like the past two days once I rediscovered it again, because I'll go on and just find music. I like look up artists I haven't listened to in a while, and I'll like start downloading their music, but... That's who I got this week. Go check out Neo if you haven't. I mean, I don't know what you've been doing with your life if you haven't heard at least one song by him. DT, who you listen to? I'll tell you what I got for you. <laughs> Sublime for you this week. I've been a huge Sublime fan. They're easily probably in my top five, ten all-time oh, favorite amazing. bands. Like, I mean, Sublime's just one of those bands that was a part of my childhood. Like, I Definitely. love Sublime. A lot of people got into No Doubt and stuff like yeah. that. I always love Sublime. Yeah. They're an American ska punk band from Long Beach, California, formed in 1988. The band's lineup unchanged until their breakup consisted of Bradley Noel, vocals and guitar, Eric Wilson, bass, and Bud God, drums. Lou Dog, Noel's Dalmatian, was the mascot of the band. You know, kind of like uh, Lynn Strat had his, had his oh, uh, yeah. boxer. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right off. But Noel died of a heroin overdose in 1996, which really sucked. It was like losing Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Resulting in Sublime's breakup. They they Now, they did recently get together, like I mentioned, uh, I think it was the last show, Throne, yeah. which was cool. Obviously not the same. But I, I love Sublime. You know, even though they only really got one album out, I loved every song on that album. If I had to pick three... What I got, obviously, Santeria Definitely. and Wrong Way. No, uh, you know, uh, Wrong Way was always just a great song. Oh, you know? yes. Nobody yeah, ever told it's, it's the, the wrong way. way. What was it? Annie's 12 years old, and tomorrow she'll be a whore. I mean, it was just like a ballsy crazy. song. Yeah. 
I mean, and, and sad but true. It's one of them sad but true songs, yeah. you know. But that's who we got for you this week, guys. Sublime and Neo. Obviously, probably most people have heard those guys. But if you haven't, check out those songs. Sometimes we, we break these artists out, and I don't know half this stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. All right, moving on to our dumbass and badass of the week. And, Letty, you know I like to take the reins take on this Take the reins, one. DT. So we'll start with my dumbass this week, which surprisingly I always have one because I'm angry and old. <laughs> uh, but mine this week is one that is well-deserved. Guys, one thing me and Letty can't stand is clickbaiting YouTubers. I hate them. Cannot stand that. Yes. If you hate clickbaiting YouTubers, then you'll hate Lance Stewart. And I'm going to throw McJuggernuts in on this one. McJuggernuts is a guy, I don't know, I've always heard of him. Never really been into his content. I don't know if he's clickbaited a lot. But this particular video just really... Now, Lance Stewart, the guy's known for fake hauntings, yeah. fake... The dude is just fake. How this guy has even over 10 subscribers, he's got millions... But some people just don't deserve no, they the, don't deserve the fame they and recognition they have. But basically what happened is the video starts with McJuggernauts, gets like some little old Miata. He's like hyping it up to Lance Stewart. I guess they're like buddies on and off YouTube. And so McJuggernauts just keeps talking about how he wanted to impress Lance Stewart. But the whole time, I, they hadn't even got to the to the to what I'm about to tell you. And I was like, dude, this shit is fake. Yeah. Because I, I, why would you want to impress Lance Stewart? It's like <laughs> it's like trying to impress a crackhead. Like nobody cares, you exactly. know. But uh, anyway, so they get in the car and he's like, "Oh, we're going fat, dude. They're going like 70. Oh and he's Lord. over here acting like they're going two hundred mile an hour or something. Well, they end up supposedly wrecking the car. Okay, they. I mean, they go out screaming. Okay, well then McJuggernuts, right? You the Lance like gets mad like, dude, you put my life in danger. Well, McJuggernuts just takes off from the scene. Really? He said his dad gave him the car and all this, and he takes off from the scene. And he's like sitting here talking about the video in an arm cast, and you clearly see the guy using his arm after the wreck. Oh my lord! He's even got a little blood spot with his bandage. If that wasn't fake blood, I don't know what fake blood is. Oh, my goodness. And he's sitting there, and I'm like, okay, so you wrecked this car, took off. The cops didn't come talk. He, di he didn't say the cops talked to him. He said they come and, like, took this car. And I was like, so you didn't talk. I mean, anybody else would have been charged. Yeah, they would It's called been. leaving the scene of an act. The whole thing was fake, and they I think somebody called them faking it because somebody drove by, and they were like, hey, you're in our shot. Really? Yeah, so they faked it because somebody said, like, even when they wreck, you can't hear them wreck. Yeah. Like, the whole thing just seems set up, and magically, as the wreck's happening, the camera just so happens to fall to where you don't see anything. But after the wreck, oh, oh, it's just right back. In. I mean, maybe something crazy happened. It really did happen, and the camera rolled, with, but they were caught faking yeah but say everything adding up the way it is it, it sounds like it's all just fake it's like why would you put all that work into faking put it into making a real video yeah i don't get that they put so much work into the end of faking these pranks and shit when they could be doing it to making a real video yep i just I, why do people like these people i don't get it 
kids these days, I don't get the youth and the content they like people to put out. Well, we don't let, we don't let it slide on this show. No. So Lance Stewart and McJuggernuts, you're my dumbass of the week. Dumbass. Uh, so my badass, badass, badass this week, I got to give it up to Angela Marshall, and I'm going to throw Muggsy in on this too. Hell yeah. Uh, two people that a lot of people go by numbers. They go by, oh, oh yeah. you got a lot of fans. They're willing to, I feel like, take a chance on a on a podcast that they don't probably don't know us yeah. that well. But I just think it's really cool. And plus, their credentials are very impressive. All they've done is just awesome. I can't wait to interview both of them. They just seem like great people. We're glad they, they messaged us to be on the show. And for that, they're my badass of the week. Hell yeah. So, Letty, who is your... No Dumbass. Again, I'm so, being, who's your badass? My badass. My badass, badass, badass. This week, I'm going to give it to my, my grandma or my mammy. That's what I call her. Mammy. <laughs> Yesterday, like I said earlier in the show, we ended up having to go to Knoxville for a doctor's appointment. She drove the whole way, which I'm glad because, you know, I hate driving the interstate. She took my car and she got behind it. Yeah. For me, I mean... It's always been my mammy. She's always been there. Any every time I've needed her, any time I need advice, I go for her. This woman is 60 years old, and she still pulls about as much. You know, she'll still pull 50, 60 hours in a work week if she has to. Yeah. She's always worked for what she's got. She's helped out many people that turned out to like backstab her, but yeah. she's always forgiven them. And I'm over here telling her that you know I'll kick their ass for you, but she never would let me. She's always been there for me. I couldn't thank her enough. She's helped me grow into the woman I am today, and without her, I mean, I don't know where I'd be at. So, Mammy, you're my badass, 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 badass of the week, even though you don't listen to the show. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, hey, I love you. You know she's here in spirit. She she supports us. Oh, yeah, she awesome. does. Thank you, Mammy. Thank you, Mammy. All right, Mammy. on to... All right, guys, uh, real quick, as you know, our gamer tags are in the description. Uh, yes. If you play Fortnite, to NBA 2K19, Clash Royale, Brawl Mortal Stars. Mortal Kombat 11 next Mor- month? Mortal I Kombat mean. 11, yes. yes. <laughs> we will have that game. Oh, definitely. One of us will have it. Letty's gamer tags are also up here. We put that above the sources in the show notes under Original Gamer. So you want to come play with us, come play with us, man. Just Whoa. let us win, or we'll dog you on the show. <laughs> I'm you, you will be my. Du- I will finally have a dumbass of the week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we want to talk more pro gamer signings, and well, there was two this week. These are Fortnite pro players, two big names that were signed this week that I felt we had to talk about. Uh, one Symphony, who was a little pretty boy streamer. The guy's awesome. At, uh, I'm pretty sure he, he probably came up Call of Duty and everything, but he's yeah. known for Fortnite. Well, for the last few months, you know, he's kind of been teasing here and there that he's going to sign with an organization. You know, it's a big deal. Oh, it's yeah. cool that he took a few months. I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he's a damn good Fortnite player. He actually signed with NRG, which oh, yeah. it was pretty cool how he did it because he was in Fortnite and he did this sniper shot. And what it did is it had this build around the organization, so it knocked the build down and then it showed who he was signing with. I didn't think he would sign with NRG, which they got a lot of big names like yeah. King Richard, a lot of great, great players. A lot of people thought FaZe, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, NRG, hey, that's another great organization, but we did have a phase signing. They actually signed a 14-year-old Fortnite player named Sway. Oh, hell yeah. This kid is amazing, too. Like, I'm telling you, 
That's who you got to watch out for on this game. These 12, oh, 13, yeah. 14 year olds. Definitely. But this kid's sway is unbelievable. A lot of people with phase. Now, there's mixed emotions with phase is like optic obviously helped phase be kind of yeah, yeah, they really did. But phase is pretty much kind of, let's be real, they've pro- possibly surpassed them as far yeah. as popularity. Yeah, definitely. I like optic better, but what, you're being honest yeah. here. You know, a lot of people think with Faze, just because you don't really see a lot of the guys making videos anymore no, and you stuff don't. like that. You That's, really don't. You, ever since, like, what? I want to say Black Ops. I haven't seen a recent video since, like, Black Ops 2. I've seen Faze adapt. Uh, he talked about he got robbed a couple times. Well, hey, dumbass, maybe don't be going on there bragging about your jewelry and all that. Like, I don't get why these guys do that and then talk about True. I got robbed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not cool that they got robbed, but that's why I don't do the bragging thing oh it yeah can come back about you but hey man sway symphony congratulations to you Congrats. guys both of them deserve it uh you know it's just kind of some news i felt like we should talk about so guys uh you know uh, we we got to talk mk11 and w- this was kind of weird there was no combat cast now I, yeah. l- I looked everywhere i was like what's going on yeah. you know they they did it every wednesday come to find out they're not doing one this week i don't really know why right off because like i literally just kind of looked into it today but they left us with two teasers of the of the characters now i don't know if both of these are going to be revealed next week or just one but we got kotal khan and aaron black could possibly be i gotta tell you man I didn't think Kotal Khan, he wouldn't have been one, I guess, no. would have been on the game. I'm not saying anything bad. Aaron Black, I really like Aaron Black. He's one I did use in Mortal Have you ever used him? I MK? never did. I never did use him, but I mean, he's I watched the gameplay. He's good. Sonic Fox used him. He, he's a, that's a popular pro player that used him. Hey, I'm cool with that. If they that, That's probably what they're going to do is yeah. do both characters since they missed this week. Yeah. If I had to guess. Let's hope so. So me and Letty will look out for that. Uh, I always try to listen in the combat cast. Just because, man, NetherRealm Studios, you know, I've been a fan of them for years. Ed Boone and those guys. Like, I love just how they, how, the teasers and how, yes. they, how they present stuff. It's like it's, You know, they just got a lot of class and they make, I mean, Jesus, Mortal Kombat's awesome. As my elbow slid off the chair. I'm getting so excited. Uh, I can't know, even have I the know. right posture. I, my elbow's sliding. I about broke my nose. <laughs> All right. Last year, you guys know we kind of update you guys on just games we're playing, our progression. So, Letty, what do you, you been playing this week, man? This week, I got to break into something brand spanking new. Uh-oh. I've been playing the new Devil May Cry 5. Nice. Uh, it is, it's amazing. I'm not going to lie. I've not been into Devil May Cry a lot. I mean, so I've kind of uh, If people that may not know it. Uh, update on a little update on it um if you've never heard of devil may cry what it is is you're you're a character who is a demon hunter you started out as dante and then in the fourth one you went to i didn't play a lot of the fourth one i watched my boyfriend at the time play it yeah. and uh you're you're narrow right now i'm still narrow i'm about an hour into the gameplay mm-hmm. let me tell you something I have fell in love with this game. I've, like I said, I've not played a lot of it. I played the beginning. I played the first one, a little bit of the third one, and watched a little bit of the fourth one played. And what, what would you rate it one to ten? One to ten. Right now, I would give it a solid eight. Nice. Right now, nice. I'd give it a solid eight. But like I said, I've, I'm only like an hour in. Um, yeah, so it could jump up to a ten. It could jump up to a ten. It could go down. I don't yeah. know. We're gonna see how the story progresses. Um, I've I fought like this one damn boss that I thought I was gonna die to. I got super scared. <laughs> yeah. 
But thankfully, I ended up not dying. But so it's one of those games that kind of keeps your heart oh, racing. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's a okay. it's a really fast paced hack and slash kind of like God of War. But I never got into the Devil May Cry. I think I might have played three. I think two or three. But I mean, if you played two, that's the worst one ever. That's like one of the most disappointing sequels ever in video gaming yeah, history. I, I, I don't know those kind of games. It's hit or miss with me. I think Oblivion. It is yeah. only the type of that type of game that I've really got into. I don't know. I just get bored with them easy. I like oh, yeah. fast-paced, a lot of action. But, yeah. I mean, this week has been great. I plan on playing it a lot more this weekend since now i got some free time opened up. Nice. So I'm excited to keep on playing it. What are you playing, DT? Uh, me, uh, pretty much still been rocking Fortnite. I'm now, let's see, out of 100 tiers, I think I'm 60. 62 on tier 62 on the battle pass you got your banana skin yeah i still got it and he's even got a dance i gotta take i gotta get you a video of that because it it is hilarious not with the dance it's even funnier yeah it's called the nana nana dance (laughs) i actually got a couple of the you go along and there's like the characters where they'll give you like different colors of their skin so i've i've got a lot of those my pirate is now turned into like the skeleton pirate And uh, let's see, I'm now, I think I'm level, I'm almost level 40. Yeah, I'm almost level 40 this season. So just trying to grind, get the battle pass to out. I just got my week three challenges. I got up early this morning, couldn't sleep. Yeah. Knocked the rest of those out. Man, they were a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, that 2K19, NBA 2K19, I got my, uh, got my, my player up to 87 now. Oh, man. I was just in the playoffs of my second or third season, just lost again to the Philadelphia 76ers, second second year in a row. <laughs> and then Clash Royale and Brawl Stars, two Supercell games, the mobile games that I play. Oh, yeah. Kicking ass on those, just trying to get, uh, get on. Uh, you know, Ben and Mo play Clash yeah. Royale with me. So, guys, if you all play any of those games, I left my gamer tags for, for all mine and uh, Letty's Xbox One and PS4 game. Uh, now she does do bud farm i don't know if any of y'all play that i don't know yeah it's more than things like you got to be friends on facebook and then you can go back yeah. and forth that way so yeah so i'll leave that in there for you guys but all right on to the urban dictionary the word urban of the week dictionary. this week we got on ice which means just chilling so the example they another dime oh man this example person one what are you doing tonight person two i'm on ice now listen whenever he told me that Whenever he read it to me, I died laughing, and I'm like, "That is a terrible, terrible example." I know. I just like I, I did when I read it out loud. I was like, "Oh, oh man!" All right, on. So I thought, you know, man, we haven't did story time in a few weeks. But, you know, what could we do? What could we do? I don't know. We didn't really feel like... I know we had a long show ahead of us. I was like, ah, I don't really want to do a creepypasta. Yeah. Plus, we hadn't really got to look for any. You know what, man? Let's talk about the first time we met somebody famous. I actually have a crazy story. But, Letty, who have you met? You Me, met anybody famous? I've only... Uh, I mean, I've been within, like, five foot from Afro, Afro Man. But I did get to meet Lil Watt. Got to shake his hand. I got to have a little conversation with him. He was like a pretty all right dude. Like I what? Like what's the what led to it? Uh, what to led it? to it was uh, he was playing down at Rio's, mm-hmm. and that's in Greenville. By yeah, the way, it's a little it's a bar in Greenville, and it was uh, I want it was a Saturday night that I had to work, so I didn't have my daughter. Mm-hmm. And we get off. We got off work at ten. The show started at twelve. I got off at ten, and uh, 
Joy and TJ was like, hey, you want to go do something tonight? And I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe. And I got a text message from a guy who was like, hey, Lil White's going to be at Rio's. You want to meet up? I was like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, I'm excited. Well, I did not, e- I didn't even see the dude there, but I told Joy and TJ about it. Mm-hmm. Well, we ended up going, ended up, you know, there was a couple of open, opening acts. I didn't get to see them all. But, I mean, for the most part, Lil White put on one hell of a show for something that happened here in Greenville. Nice. I mean, if you don't know who Lil White is, I mean, a lot of his music is around, like, substance use, basically. Right. I mean, once Oxycontin came on, Rio's exploded. Yeah. And uh, But, I mean, for him to come all the way out to Greenville, Tennessee, and fucking play at a bar. Yeah. It was it was it was exciting. It's something for this little town. It was, I was like, it's giving me a hope that one day we might be a little bit more modernized. And yeah, but yeah, the, we had a little conversation. You know, just basically shot the shit. I mean, I was sitting there taking like videos and stuff, and he'd like get right in my camera. It's on my old phone. Mm-hmm. Oh man, before it decided to shit itself, but he'd like get right up to it and like be right in the camera's face. And oh man, oh, I loved every minute of it. But that, that's about it. Mine, I remember back in Knoxville, there used to be a club that had a lot of big artists like Incubus. I saw Incubus there, but I went to a Stain show. Aaron Lewis and all those guys. Now, this club, it probably hold a couple hundred people. Okay. It was me and two of my best friends, uh, Preston and Jared, and I think another one of our friends. We went, uh, you know, we were, we were sitting there. They threw a hell of a show, man, a great hell show. Yeah. Well, then we kind of came out back, uh, actually met one of the opening bands who I thought, I don't know, I thought they were with Stain, but it turned out they were the opening band, Simon Says. I met their drummer, and dude, that dude's an amazing drummer. So we got to talk to him and gave him a little tape. This was back when our band sucked. I don't even know why the hell we gave him the tape. But anyway, we got to meet Aaron Lewis later on. Now, at the time, I had this little shitty tattoo where this dude messed me up. I mean... It wasn't even nothing. It was just like a couple lines. Right? It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it looked like it looked like somebody was about to draw a wrench on my foot. Uh, it was embarrassing as hell. So I'm sitting here talking to the lead singer, Stain, and, and, and keep in mind, this dude, Preston, I don't even... You ever, you ever know, like, you go, why the hell are my friends with this dude? Yeah. Because they always, like, are an asshole to you. They're a dick. They try to embarrass you. You know, you're always fighting, arguing with them, yeah. you know, and not in a not in a brotherly type of way. Like, you know, it's just because me and his brother were best friends. So he goes, we're talking to the lead singer of Stain, man. I'm already <laughs> nervous. And he goes, yeah. he goes, hey, Daniel, show him your tattoo work. So, you know, obviously he's like, yeah, man, let, let's see some of you. Dude, <laughs> like I, I didn't say nothing. I just turned around and walked off like I was so embarrassed. And me and him literally about fought that night. Like, look, man, there's just a time and a place. Yeah. And he knew how embarrassed I was by that because he tried to get a tattoo from the same guy. And what it was is this dude was going so deep. It hurt so bad that we couldn't. I was like, dude, I can't do this, bro. Like, you you think you know what you're doing. But you're not. I've got tattoos after that. They have never hurt anywhere near that. And I've had where I've been sitting there four or five hours. Oh, yeah. You know, but I'll never forget. I mean, because he was being so cool. And we're like, yeah, everybody's getting along with him. And then, and then there was no reason for him to do oh, that. God, he just no. did it to be a dick. And that's why to this day, like, I can't stand him. But I'll never forget that. Because it was my one time to meet somebody famous 
and then I and got this happened. asshole ruined. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was just kind of a funny story. I don't know. I guess, you know, you get older, you laugh about it, but then at that time, I wanted uh, yeah. I wanted to fight him. Like, literally, we about fought on the way back. Like, it was embarrassing. I don't know, guys. If you all met anybody famous, let us hear your story. We always like to hear a good story, guys. And it doesn't have to be creepypastas. Any any story ideas, and you all want to tell us your story, readysexshowpodcast at gmail.com. Send it to us. We will read it on oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, we will. All right, Letty, on to the... Guys, we got a special one here. We have two returning winners of previous battles, and we love both of these guys. Today, we have facing off Mortal Kombat's characters versus DC Universe character. Now, this was a video game. This was a video game. It was. I, I found a website with some awesome matchups. So today, guys, we are going to be looking at those matchups. We'll pick who we who we yep. think would win. And then, as you all know, at the end, we'll pick which one we like better and why. And we'll see. Who, hey, both of them's returning. This is going to be a very, very fun one here. Oh, today. yeah. These matchups are amazing. So, Letty, you ready to get this going? I'm ready, spaghetti. Now let the battle commence. All right. So, the first battle. Man, all these are so good. They're great. Wow. We're probably going to have some long pauses. The first one is Superman for DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat's Raiden. Oh, man. Oh, now, man. a lot of people would think, you know, you hear Superman, a lot of people just think you no, can't touch Superman. No, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm leaning more towards Raiden. I mean, because it kind of comes down to how they would Raiden, Raiden would obviously have to have kryptonite. Yeah. But see, Superman, I mean, obviously, I don't know, is Raiden's electricity? That'd be an interesting one. So, I'll just pick it to which I like better. I like Raiden. Oh, yeah. I mean... I would love to see how this fight would go out. I really would. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm always going to, you know, I'm leaning t- more towards Raiden, mainly for, you know, I like him better. All right. Yeah, so see, because yeah. that's, that's, that's a tricky one. Yes, See, it some is. of these you really got to think. All right, next one we got Batman versus Sub-Zero. Batman versus Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, yeah. Ooh. See, Batman, you know, Batman's got a lot of, He's got you know, gadgets. He, he does, and he could disappear a lot. And really, with Sub-Zero now, Sub-Zero hand-to-hand combat is good. But if Batman can avoid the ice. Yeah. But then again, what if Sub-Zero catches him? Yeah, like, well, it just goes up and just straight up shoots that ice at his feet. I probably, I would have to go Batman here, as painful as that is. I just, I don't know. I just think he has more tools. Yeah. I think he would obviously know because Sub-Zero, it's like ice. He's one-dimensional. Batman has a lot of different yeah. areas. If Batman doesn't disappear and it ends up in a hand-to-hand combat down at the end, I think yeah. a Sub-Zero would take it. Yeah. Well, but yeah. That, that's the only thing I could think you gotta of. you got to pick one, though. Who? I'm going to go with Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, because, all right. Because, you know, you go through the fight, but once you get down to them last crucial minutes, and then you know it's over. All right. Now, here's an interesting one. Uh, Wonder Woman versus Sonya Blade. Ooh. I say Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Wonder Woman. Yeah, because she would just overpower Sonya. Yeah. I mean, Sonya's a, she's bad, badass, don't get me wrong. but Not the last, though. The next one, we have my favorite DC character, Flash, versus Johnny Cage, another one of my top favorite Mortal Kombat characters. I just got I got to give it to Flash. Flash, yeah. I have to give it to Flash there. He'd just be way too quick. Oh, yeah, Johnny he Cage. would be able to keep up. Doing splits, Although, and that's about it. 
what's the movie Justice League, the newer one? I, why did they make they made the Flash look like such a pussy? <laughs> you, have you seen it? I've not. They seen made it, him look they like did. like he's really nerdy, which he usually is. Yeah. But but he but he's got that badass edge. They just made him look weak in that. Like really? it pissed me off. Watch it and you'll see what I'm okay. telling you. Next one we got Green Lantern versus Kung Lao. Wow. I got, I got to go Kung Lao. Yeah, but say I'm thinking Kung Lao. Yeah, Green Lantern's good, but I just feel like Kung Lao has more weapons. He's got that badass edge that is just going to not make him give a fuck. Yeah. This next one, is these are the ones that are just really tough. Catwoman versus Katana. Yeah, see. Because <laughs> you got the Catwoman's quickness, but Katana has the the blade yeah she's got fans. her blades she's yeah. got her she's got her fan blades and she's she's really good in hand-to-hand i always like playing as her as um i like the, the injustice too Catwoman, but uh i gotta go katana yeah but say i'm gonna go katana I, mean, right. I favor her more yeah 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 <laughs> i mean some of these you're just so tough you gotta yeah you have to choose one or the other but yeah. it's one of them ones like it'd be just right down to the wire the next one is con l versus Liu kang I gotta say, Luke Kang, because I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know who Connell is. Same. Forgive me. If y'all know who he is, let us know for real. Okay, the next one we have Robin versus Frost, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, Frost I think is part of Sub yeah, uh, Sub Zero's clan. Yeah, he is. I gotta go, Robin. There. Yeah. The way I'm thinking, it, you know, the same way too. He's got more gadgets, you know, kind of like the whole Batman yeah. versus Sub Zero. Yeah. It's basically their two sidekicks kick off. Yeah, really. Yeah. But I, I could, I could see, I could see Robin taking this more than Frost. Yeah, like I said, it could be a surprise element. It that, could be. That could either one of them could win, but that's who. I think I just think the Batman and Robin always had a cool little duo. Next, we got Lobo versus Scorpion. Ooh. I gotta go Scorpion. But say I have to go Scorpion mainly because it, it's gonna be cliched, cliched as hell. Shit, I can't even speak. Mm-hmm. Cliched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Scorpion's always been my favorite character from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Him and yeah. Shiva. Well, Scorpion, been. he's a bad. He dude. is a bad he really dude. Is. Pulls out that damn spear. Yeah. And he can and he summon empires from hell on you, boy. Get over here. Next one, and this was one of the good ones: Bane versus Goro. Wow. That is difficult. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man! I honestly don't know. I think because ultimately this one, it's it's gonna be power, and I think whoever's faster. Uh, Bane. If we go by Bane, speed, Bane. Yeah, I say Bane. Because Goro does not have that speed. He has not always been. He's no. just been known for brute force, and that's it. But Bane's got the mix. Yeah, because if Bane gets one of those slams in or something, it's over. It's over. With. I say Bane. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bane too. The next one, I believe they're giving this guy a movie finally, Sinestro. Versus Quan Chi. Ooh. I got to go Sinestro on that. I just think he's he's way quicker, more powerful. They should have did Sinestro versus Raiden. They should have. Yeah, that's what they should have done. Yeah, I'm go Sinestro. All right, yeah, I'll say Sinestro yeah, on that Yeah, Sinestro. One. Next one, this is a really good one right here. This battle right here, this is one of those ones that would just is a perfect down-the-middle battle. Cheetah versus Melina. Oh, man. I didn't even know who Cheetah was really until Injustice 2 video game. Yeah. I really didn't. They're both really fast. Obviously, yeah. Cheetah is going to be a little faster, but Melina, she just seems like one of them that just do anything to she, win. She will. I mean, you she'd know? rip that damn face mask off and eat your yeah, face. Yeah, really. So, I'm, she, I'm, I'm going towards Melina. I'll say Melina, too. She's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. She's too, amazing. As far as the women. Next one, another really good one. And this is going to be a tough Joker versus Kano. See. Mm. 
Because, I mean, they both got that, they both have that funny edge to them, but they also will both, go to tough. anything. Yeah. They're both tough, and they'll both go to any means to win. I just think the Joker has more in his arsenal. He really does. Because with the Joker, you just never know. You could be sitting here fighting him, and the whole time he got a bomb strapped underneath a place <laughs> you didn't know he was going to hit you. You step on it, and boom, Yeah, you're gone. exactly. But exactly. if it came down to straight hand-to-hand. Oh, yeah, it's Kano. Kano, Kano 100%. Yeah. Next one, we got Lex Luthor versus Shang Tsung, another good one. Yes. I got to go Shang Tsung here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lex Luthor, he never seems that. I mean, he's badass, don't get me wrong, but he just. He never seen as much of a threat to me, honestly. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. The last one, and another great one, Dark Side versus Shao Kahn. Ooh. I got to give that one. I like Shao Kahn, but dude, Dark Side is a bad dude. I mean, he is. He really, I got to go Dark Side. I'm leaning towards Shao Kahn. Okay, okay. We'll now, that, split it down the that, middle. See, that's one of the ones that could go either yeah, way. Yeah, it really man. could. It would just depend on certain elements and how the last couple minutes of the fight plays out. Yeah. Guys, let us know if any of these matchups. If y'all want to switch some of them around and hit us with them, hey, do that too, man. Hey, we'll answer them. Yeah, we want to know, man. That, that That's why I, I, this segment has always been one of my favorites. Uh, debating is amazing. Yes, I love debating. I guess I really do. I've argued with so many psycho bitches. It's, just, I guess it's, <laughs> it's become second nature to second you anymore. Nature. All right, guys, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. It's time to rant. Let's rant. Today's rant is why so sensitive. So we've had a similar rant like this before. Hell, I don't know it. We might have done this exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it if we have. If we have, guys, just consider it a part two. Everybody's so sensitive now in the world here lately. Let's be honest. We could do this rant every week if we wanted. We could. So we're kind of going to discuss why we wanted to do this rant again and why we feel this way and just why everybody is so sensitive. You know, we just kind of give our opinion and, you know, just why everybody needs to just chill out, relax. If you don't like something, just don't acknowledge it. You've got to have thick skin. You have to. And uh, we'll kind of break that down more. Letty, you ready to get it going? Oh, let's go. Let's have a rant. Uh, so, you know, Letty, you picked this rant. Yes, I so did. So let everybody know why you wanted to do this one again. Well, the reason I wanted to do this one again, basically, is I, get, I just get tired of people sitting here whining and complaining because something isn't the way it needs to be. It's yeah. not the way they want it. Everything has to be politic- politically correct. N- no one can't take jokes anymore. Really? And it's it just getting it's getting so bad to where, I mean... I have an acquired taste in humor, I guess. That's what I, I've, I've been told that, that I'm an acquired taste, and a lot of people don't know how to take me. Most of the time, whenever I joke around, I joke around about some of the worst stuff I probably shouldn't joke around about. But that's just my sense of humor, and it's really dark. And a lot of people look at me, and they're just like, why would you joke about that? And I'm like, why do you have to be such a poon? Yeah. I mean, don't take everything I say seriously, because, I mean, I don't mean it seriously. Like, you know it's bad when you, I don't know if you've ever do this, like you tell a joke, and then you you could kind of sense that people are offended, and then you got to explain the joke. Like, that that always annoyed me, because, see, me and my brother were like that, too. We've always had the smart ass dark oh, yeah, type of sense definitely. of humor where it's like you know yeah man we're we're talking to you and we, it might seem like we're being a dick but we're really not like that's yeah. just that's just how we joke 
Everybody jokes different. And if in 2019, I don't give a damn if you're 13 or you're 34, my age, whatever, 40, you've got to have thick skin, man. You have to. Because people are going to tell you their opinions. You're not going to agree. They're going to say stuff that, you know, it's just how they feel. Yeah, obviously, if you're being an idiot or racist or yeah. stupid. I, I don't like touching that yeah, like other races. Yeah. yeah because... You know, you don't know how people are going to take out. Oh, like, yeah, there's yeah. always going to be that one person that's like, oh, man, you're being racist. And it's like, listen, you're just being sensitive. Yeah. You have to have thick skin. You and, have to. And I learned that at a young age. I man, did, too. Because the way I joke, I'm like you, dude. Like, a lot of people don't understand it. It's really, really the people that are kind of like that are the only ones oh, yeah. that are really ever going to get it. Oh, yeah. You know? And the thing that, ma- that uh, you know, a lot of people get pissed off at is, like, the words... You know, snowflake. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot on Facebook thrown around, and everybody's just like, oh, why are you calling a snowflake? And I'm just like, I'm like, listen, quit being one. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't get into the political stuff and all that, but yeah. if you're sitting there whining and crying over stuff, especially whenever, like, I see stupid stuff, like, whenever it comes to one, one of my biggest things is the whole, uh, whenever you see people fight, Nowadays, no one wants to go hand to hand and accept an ass whooping. Yeah, they they always got to get the law involved. Yeah, or, or call DCS. DC, on you. DC, yeah, yeah. There's always consequences, and it's always the person who loses takes it the hardest. But no one likes to lose. I understand that. Me personally, I've never been in a fight, but every time I go to get in one, my first thought is, I have to get a bell bondsman, and uh, yeah. I, that shouldn't be my first thought because whenever growing up. It, this this was like 10, 15 years ago. I would see people getting fist fights at school. They would get three days suspension. They'd be they'd be right back. That's Man, all it yeah. was. I've seen people be absolutely hate each other, fight it out, and they shake hands and become That's good it. friends after that. That's it. That's how you settled it. You don't call the cops. You don't try to get somebody fired. You don't call DCS on the, what the hell do their kids have to do with you? Yeah, all? exactly. Yeah, it's just like that's how people are nowadays. That's why nobody. I mean, you don't ever see anybody. Hey, man, let's meet up over here, get it over. You know, you don't see that. It's always some asshole that's yep. calling the cops. But or if they do, they bring like seven people. Yeah. And they get jumped, and you're just like, well, how many friends do I have that I can call that I know that'll be there? Yeah, it's just the, so it pointless. Be like that. That's that's why I don't get out a lot, and I don't have hang around a lot of people because it just gets ridiculous like that's why i stopped going to like house parties because every time i go to a house party there's always that one asshole that's drunk and takes somebody the wrong way so he starts a fight or gets his buddies to come in and the next thing you know it's leading to the because it's just always that guy that just it just can't he don't know how to take stuff or you got your keyboard warriors that i can't stand them Jesus. They'll sit there and they'll say something. They'll be like, like one of my funniest things that I like to do is I'll go on there and I'll click on memes and I'll read the comments. Because there's always yep. them couple handfuls of keyboard warriors taking the meme way too seriously. Because one, an example I can give you is it'll be like, which one did you get beat with? And it'd be like a shoe, a belt, a broom handle, or a switch or something like that. And people mm-hmm. be like, whooping your kid is bad it doesn't help them out it just hurts them quit child abuse and then they don't even have kids yeah they don't have kids they don't know what it's like they probably needed their ass busted when they were little and they'd understand the respect it teach you got everything handed to them exactly and i'm just like but thankfully it's facebook and 
you you always have the people who go straight for them and throw them down and then they'll get so pissed and it makes me happy yeah if you want to sum up the type of sense of humor i have and i remember watching this movie with several people and nobody laughed at hardly anything of this movie but i i cracked up yeah. the big lebowski Oh, that that's, movie, that's hilarious. That's the type of sense of humor be, that just nobody gets it. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many people I watch that and they're like, dude, like, what are you laughing at? Like, I'm cracking up. Yeah. You know, it's just those little secret, you know, the punchlines and stuff, you know, that people don't, yeah, they just, I don't know, man, anymore. That's why it's hard to joke. I hate it now because you have to watch what you say to people. You have to. You have to explain yourself. You have to use certain terms. You have to stay away from certain words. If you say something wrong, they expect an apology, and it's, grow the fuck up. It gets so annoying sitting there, because here, here's my type of humor. Say, say you know, somebody will be like, well, that's disappointing, and I'll look right at them and say, like, just like me to my parents, and that's the yeah. type of, you know, humor I'll use myself. And they'll just be like, that's sad. And I'm like, well, so is my life. And I'll just keep it rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. You're clearly kidding. Yeah, you, you clearly see me over here laughing after everything I say, but if you sit there and you're just like... Are you being serious? I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just what yeah, you have thick skin. Yes. You, you've been, you might have been through stuff like that, but you know how to deal with it. And you got to, like people like me and you do, we make jokes out of things. Oh, we have That's to. That's how we get over stuff. Some people sit here and they like to whine and cry and make a big deal about it on social media or whatever. Hey, man, I like to joke it off. I mean, I don't know. A lot yeah. of people don't understand that. and. Maybe a lot of people don't think it's appropriate. That's what I do. But, I mean, life's too yeah. short to sit there and whine and cry and bitch and be angry all the time. Yeah. That's that's why I like I, I share so many memes. That's why I make so many jokes. That's why I try to joke around with everybody. I want that laughter because in that one little moment, you know, everything's gone and you're just laughing. And that's probably the, might be the highlight of their day. Yeah, and last thing I'm going to say is, look, this is 2019. The gloves are off. If you're one of these people... You're going to get offended over every little thing. Prepare to never be happy. Exactly. Because I'm telling you, the world is different now. And I'm going to tell you, you better get your your thick your skin thick and you better do it fast. Because you got to learn to be able to take shit. And, and yeah. there's belligerent people. There's stupid people. There's these entitled little bratty-ass kids. And, and, hey, man, the way it is, it's sad. But nowadays like we said you're not going to fight people they're going to it's all about who you know nowadays who calls the cops on who first exactly like 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 look at that one kid them two kids that got into a fight on call of duty over like five dollars or something stupid they go tell that swatting guy he get he goes and swats gets the wrong address gets somebody killed you know all over them two just having an argument yeah they wanted to go get somebody swatted and that's when the damn swat team comes in your house and got somebody (laughs) killed that dude's doing 20 years now yeah it's over video games and he was proud to be a swatter he was proud to be known for that people went to him to swat people dude swatters that's a different rant that's something yeah i can't yeah that's a future rant but I don't know, Letty. I agree with you, and and I think this is another uh, a good follow up rant here because, look, again, why so sensitive? Learn to learn to roll with the punches. Learn to take shit. You're going to take shit in life. You are. It's up to you how you want to recover from it. That's that. That's some really good words. And I mean, what I'm going to close with is, no matter what someone says, no matter what someone does, I mean, the way I see it, take it with a grain of salt and keep going. Yeah. 
I mean, that's what I do with most of the shit in my life. I mean, I've been called a bitch so many times that, I mean, I, I basically own that word now. Well, guys, that's going to conclude the rant. Uh, let us know what you think as far as people being sensitive. I know it's annoying. We could rant about it probably every day. Oh, we could. We could break it down, have a pinpoint, do some Microsoft presentations. You It'd damn be crazy. Right. You damn right. But thank you all. All right, guys, for episode 45 of the Ready, Safe Show podcast, that's going to conclude this week's episode. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in again, guys, March 22nd. We told her 3 p.m., probably going to be more toward 4 p.m. Uh, when we're going to be doing the Angela Marshall ex-NFL wife interview. Yes. Then March 29th at 6 p.m., we will be doing the Muggsy interview, and we are excited for those. Uh, like the Podbean page, guys, please, because you can be notified about all the new episodes yep. as soon as they're posted. Go to the bottom, look at the show notes. All our social media links are there. Like, follow all those. Give us a like. Comment on whichever one you prefer. Facebook is usually where we post everything first. We'll oh, yeah. keep you guys updated on everything of the show. Thank you guys again for all the support. For episode 45 of the Ready Set Show podcast, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace.